0: Friday Night, a story by Lois B. Ajetoumbi One of the first things you learn as a Nigerian is that you have an extra life. You learn this really early, just after your first words as a baby and right before your mom first throws her butter at your head because you came home late, covered in dust, after playing all day on the sand, with no memory of the errand she sent you six hours ago, nor the whereabouts of the 50 naira that she was meant to buy Maggie. This is how you survive here. My name is Tubo. Tuba Laefa. I guess there must have been a time when I was the most precious thing my mom had. Forget all this English. I don't be street boy for Lagos, but life wasn't always this hard. As a fresh, jaw boy in Lagos, I was ready for the soft life. But my uncle's wife threw me out based on slander, which was that she saw me spying on her in her room while she was naked. That stuff never happened. It's a man's world and it ain't nothing without a good woman spinning a tail or two to bring you down. When you get a label like that on your back, even your mother frowns at you. Her soul wants to believe you are innocent, but she's a woman and she's seen her fair share of mishaps from men. There was no point going home. Back home, rumors spread like fire in a corn farm, especially if your uncle married an Igbo woman. They spread like oil on water. So this is me at age 24, Hanging off the back of a Danfo bus with a keg hanging off by freehand as we speed down the road for the next fuel station. Another day as a Lagos conductor hustling for fuel because your bus broke down two bus stops away from the next station and the passengers are fuming for their money. This is it, I'm living on my second life and it's all about to get worse. See when I first got on the streets, I didn't exactly have a plan. I mean, I had only been in Lagos for love will ruin you. So there I was roaming from street to street, as far as the money my uncle gave me for a bus back to Osa could carry me. All my life was stacked in that small bag with a picture of Optimus Prime on the front end. See, I liked that movie. A guy like me with a bag like that was cool when I first got to Lagos and I had a place to call home. Now it kind of looked childish as I walked down the bridge at Costin, surrounded by tough eyes. As I cling harder to my bag, uncertain of my destination. I don't fit here, I stood out, I feared the eyes around me could smell it and they could jump me. Not like I had much but one thing I knew is that any street guy would kill for my five clean boxers, two jeans and four polos. The rest was an added bonus, one used premier soap, soulmate hair cream and the toothpaste I had received as a souvenir at my first Lagos Owambe. That's where I first met the pastor's daughter Aduke, She's such a beauty and smart as well. But man, this story here is about my survival. I can't afford to be distracted. I hung out at a few joints to buy time that day after I left Costain. Eventually I found myself at Kilo around 7 p.m. I found the vulcanizer, Ogasamo. I tell him my story, see, I just need where to sleep. Indu Small Shakarasha. But he first showed me where to drop my bag. Then he said, make a stroke, come back around 10. See if you show me where to sleep, I go, so vigilante. The whole deal was risky, but that's the thing. When you're living that extra life, you know you have no right to breathe. So you take in that deep breath like it's your last. All your cards, all at once are on the table. Nothing to lose, but a chance to gain one more hour, or in my case, one more night. An unforgettable night it was, strangely. It was a Friday night, just like today. I jogged the distance back to my bus. A heated quarrel had erupted, but amazingly, it was between two private cars. At least they kept the disgruntled passengers entertained. I dare say some of them were a little uneasy when we fueled the bus and resumed our journey. They wanted to see the end of the fight. Perhaps this is the best part of the city for me. The free entertainment and the evening breeze on my face when we were speeding down Celer Express with, with the fading sun so close as if it could touch us. I had two more trips before the close of the day. Then I hang out in the field with Said and Palace. I've known Said since my days at Kilo I only met Palace when I started work at my O2 garage To be honest, I don't know how we started calling him Palas But when I got here three months ago, he told me his name was Kamoru I remember he had a fight over a missing torchlight phone After that day, his name became Palas, short for Palasa Here, yeah, nicknames Stick, just like rumors would back at home I knew what it felt like to be marked with a bad name But unlike me He wasn't trying to run from it. These days, he smiles when we hail him Palasa. Here, people wear shame with pride. I know because here we have no other clothes. Discharged for the day, I washed up and topped up with small Paraga from BC. I buy most days because of the bright future behind her. But other times because I'm burnt out. (laughs) I hurry to the field to meet with my guys. It was getting a little late, because I had a long gist with PC. I promised her the world and the small land I had as inheritance in Biosa. As usual, she laughed and called me all money, then told me I was in a long queue for my request. It's all bants. because I knew that that line could get short real quick if I was paying her for a short time. You know how these things be. Well, here I was on my jolly way on a Friday night when I heard a gunshot at close <clears> range. And just on the side, I saw a young guy running, another guy falling, clinging to his chest. Trouble. Trouble. <laughs> Trouble was coming for me if I stood there any longer than a deep breath. Trouble was coming because my nails were stained black with engine oil and grime. My trousers was torn and sagging with no belt. With my five clean boxers all long gone. You could see my bare bum if I bent over. My shirt was something I had picked up from a dump. Trouble was coming because my eyes had become as hard as those eyes on Costain Bridge. And now, when I walk by, people cling to their bags because they know me. They know me as trouble. With my saggy hair and dirty breath, so I flew into the night, hoping that my second life would last another Friday night in Lagos. No backpack with five clean boxers, no plans exactly. Just a day's wage in my back pocket. I look a far kai from Optimus Prime, except for the fact that I don't belong here. As I can't return them because at home my old demons still lurk. Bad rumors and wilted dreams, and the eyes of a mother afraid of whom you've become. Friday nights